Hey guys, this is Silent Struggle Podcast, and I'm your host, Devin. This podcast was created as a safe place to be heard, validated, and empowered through the incredible stories from the Black community. We talk to everyone from kids to grandparents. We touch on everything from investing to self-care, all while learning about the contributions and the struggles of the Black community. Again, I'm your host, Devin, and this is the Silent Struggle Podcast. If you're new, welcome. Thank you again for lending an ear. I hope you find this healing and empowering while also informative. If you're a regular, welcome back, and thank you again for your continuous support. I do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Growing as a community has always been the goal, so thank you for being a part of that. And just a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on the Silent Struggle podcast are those of myself and or my guests. The content provided is for informational purposes only. For more detailed information, please visit our website, thesilentstrugglepodcast.com. So uh, today's mini-sode is Black is Beautiful because I have DJ Strauder as my guest today. Welcome, DJ. Um, why is black beautiful to you? Yeah, uh, well, first I'll just say thanks for having me on the podcast. Really appreciate being here. And um, to answer your question, Devin, black is beautiful to me because so much creativity is born from it. Um, I mean, first, let me say black is beautiful in so many other dimensions, but this is one that's really sat on my heart as of late. Uh, lifestyle, music, spoken word and vernacular, aesthetic, entertainment, um, very unique forms of everything I just mentioned can be born out of the Black experience. And uh, even better than that is that all of these are born and whether it be purposefully or unintentionally, all of these things in their unique forms strengthen the Black community. And so with that, I just feel like you've got to love it. Um, it's like a tree that not only grows big and tall, but it, I guess it also bears fruit to feed those people who planted it. You know what I mean? So it's just always a beautiful sight to see. And when I think, uh, about beauty in general, I think the one thing about beauty is it's often communicated by way of the lens we choose to see it through. Right. And for me, I think there's two different lenses that really make me see it. And I first see it through a personal lens and just being myself in the world. Um, For me, there's very few things like being my authentic Black self. And so whenever I'm out here standing in my Blackness that I've uniquely created, I see beauty. You know, shit, I feel beautiful. (laughs) You know, uh, fellas, you know, we can feel beautiful too. Um, So the beauty that is creativity being born from black experience is in essence me with my group of black friends talking about you know this nigga that you, you know what i mean excuse me if you might have to edit that out i'm saying it's it's me around my people speaking what i deem to be my spoken word seeing that spoken word bring us together knowing that being black has helped us transcend the borders of our differences and ultimately created a space and lifestyle where we can be ourselves. Um, 
So, I, I mean, that's like a simple picture of, of where I started to see it that way. Um, but I think it's one of the most beautiful examples of creativity born out of Black experience, you know? Who, who influenced you? So, I think the the two uh, or maybe just the few influence that were huge uh, I think it, it starts with that personal level I just mentioned I've I've always seen and appreciated myself uh, in my black creativity and I've seen it as beautiful from first starting off as a as being you know a, a black kid growing up in a white neighborhood and seeing some of the things that I do catch on amongst you know non-black people things like that but also being around my family and being creative in that black space and it being endorsed and it being welcomed and it bringing me closer to my family and to my loved ones i think that's one influence um and that's sort of the the deeper influence that goes way back but I think the other influence that's forged my perspective in this image of, of Black beauty is essentially another lens to look at Black creativity through. And I think that lens is seeing Black creativity and its reach out into the world. Um, black creativity is used by professional sports leagues and corporations to promote their products. Video games use black dances to enhance their gaming experience. Black vernacular dominates advertising and social media. Everything that I just mentioned, these are all things that exist very prominently today. Um, and there's something that I see so clearly now because, you know, I'm a young adult locked into the world, right? You know, highly engaged in the world. So... Um, but I see these things and man, I can't help but think this is incredibly beautiful. You know, look at black on display on a national or even the world stage. Look at the boundaries that black creativity continues to break through. Um, it's amazing. But I also mentioned this lens after mentioning that, that first experience, because I think Seeing black beauty through this sort of lens is a is a bit of a slippery slope, honestly. Why is that? Like why do you why do you believe that? Explain why you believe that it's a slippery slope. So why I think it's a slippery slope is because I think seeing black as beautiful through this lens can sometimes remove the humanity that people need to maintain respect for black beauty. And so, so to say black is beautiful is to say black people are beautiful. That's something that needs to be very clear. And I think as a black man, I understand this. Certain, certainly, you know, you understand this. You, you know, I told you when I'm rooted in uniquely created blackness, you know, that, that I've created creatively. Sorry, I can't give you another synonym there for <laughs> creative. But, um, you know, I, I feel beautiful. So when I see a space or product rooted in black experience or culture, what happens for me is empathy kicks in. And I don't just see a product of black creativity. I see myself and people like me. And with that, I respect and handle these forms of black beauty carefully, so to speak. 
On the other hand, however, I'm not sure that people who aren't Black go through a similar experience when they see Black creativity embedded into a product. And as a result, you start to see a disconnect. Um, that's when you see gaming companies using Black dances to enhance their games, but choosing not to collaborate with the Black artists who created the dance, right? That's when you see Black vernacular dominating advertising and social media, but you don't necessarily see a Black people on those advertising and social media teams, right? Yeah, that's um, true. So all in all, while I can appreciate and encourage people to see the beauty of Black creativity um, in the ways I've just described, I hope that people don't forget that what you're seeing is an extension of beautiful Black people. Um, and in addition, I hope that seeing Black creativity like this doesn't create a sort of measuring stick for its beauty. Black creativity is beautiful in every form, not just those that achieve fame or, you know, receive the capitalism treatment. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a unique perspective, but it's also a, a very... I, for me, it personally feels like a perspective that I have to be careful to share um, because I, I've seen other people use it in the wrong way. I think overall, a problem I see today is that culture or, you, you know, b black culture essentially is often adapted without its people being properly understood, represented, and accredited. Exactly. Um, and, and it goes back to those statements I made before, you know, uh, cultural spoken word and icons dominating social media marketing and advertising without a single person from the culture on those teams. Gaming companies choosing to take a, a, a black product, rename it, put it in their game to enhance the gaming experience and not giving credit to the black artists who created them or not even choosing or, you know, not even reaching out to give them a phone call to see if they wanted to collaborate, right? They just strip it and use it. Major corporations promoting their products by way of culture, but then picking and choosing the causes that they'll support that people from that culture stand behind. You know what I mean? And, and that people from the culture need their help to support, right? Yeah. I think all of these are, are taking Black creativity, which is something that's so beautiful, and really misconstructing it or just, uh, you know, using it in the wrong way. How do we make sure that our young Black generation understands that? Um, so I think this is a, I think this is something that requires a community effort. Okay. So I guess for me, if I could speak through my personal experience and you know I've been able to successfully see black is beautiful right yeah so if I could essentially lay out a formula to recreate what I've been through I think it first starts with carving out spaces for our youth to to, to be black simple as that you know what I mean yeah um, it's that simple and, and I look at my personal experience and you remember I told you where I first see the beauty is literally sitting around with my friends, speaking my spoken word, those things I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, 
it starts there. So let's carve those spaces out. And I think that's incredibly important. Um, you know, when I look at the generation before us, you know, our parents' generation, one of the things that, that they struggled with was having black spaces, right? Um, they come from the generation of, you know, they're, they're going to go to work, tone it down a little bit. You, you know, those types of things. So I think for us, it's it's about we actually need to turn up the volume a little more. And some of the things that we're doing now, I think, are great. Um, you know, like Adidas, the, the, they said the black employees walked out and refused to work until, you know, Adidas addressed some of the things with the Black Lives Matter movement. That's carving out black spaces, Right. And that's a step beyond where I'm talking about. I'm talking about the home, the neighborhood. Um, school. School. You you know what I mean? Make those places comfortable first for, for Blackness. Make, make those places places where Blackness can just stand. And then after that, it's just continue to turn up the volume. Continue to showcase ourselves. Don't don't dial it down. When you see black culture out here being used by all these companies, corporate, like, it's something to be proud of. And, and, I, and I know sometimes it comes with its consequences, but hey, let's not, let's not hide it. Let's, let's try and make it occupy all space. That's something that I'm personally passionate about. And it's something that I'm actually working on is to build a to build one of those spaces so that I can help that next generation and those future people um, continue to do what we're talking about right here. Do you want to elaborate on that? Or is that like still in the works? And do you want to come back and talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now it's something that's still in the works. Um, I think it's something I'd definitely like to come back and For talk sure. about. And For I'd sure. even like to welcome you to. But overall, I'll just say that... Um, Currently, my current calling is I'm building a brand that aims to support creators of cultural products and their fight to be fairly accredited and represented. In support of these people, uh, I hope to, one, build a platform in which these people can be showcased because I think visibility is half the fight. And then the other thing is uh, I'll be rolling out different merchandise that people can purchase to support the brand and its vision. So something I'm working on and I'm in the early stages now, but um, it's exciting to share because I know I'll have other opportunities to share it hopefully. So, yeah. So as we wind down the mini, so what kind of advice would you give the, give the listeners? My advice to the listeners would be keep raising the price, turning up the volume and exploring we talked about black is beautiful and black creativity being beautiful. And I think the things I just mentioned are just what we need to do right now. Being black isn't a one dimensional thing. Black creativity isn't born from this collective monolith. It's born from people being proud of their individual black experiences and choosing to put them on display to the world and choosing to share them with the world. If black creativity is beautiful, black individuals are beautiful. So I hope everyone continues to raise the price on their individuality, you know, turn the volume up on their individuality and continues to explore that 
so that they can one day share it with the world. That'd be my advice. All right, y'all. You heard it. Thank you again for joining us for today's mini-sode. Uh, special thanks to my guest, DJ, um, for taking the time to be on the show. Do you have any social media you want to share? Yeah, um, you can catch me at DJ Strotter on Instagram. That's DJ S-T-R-O-U-G-H-T-E-R. Um, and then I think the link to my Twitter's on there as well. So, you know, you can just follow me through Instagram. So, um, Devin, really appreciate you having me, man. All right, guys, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, The Silent Struggle Podcast. So reach out, let us know about any topics you want to hear, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show. Today's show notes and all resources can be found on our website, thesilentstrugglepodcast.com. Again, thank you for listening. Before we go, remember silence is deadly. Speak up and speak out. Keep dreaming, keep hoping, keep going. Bless. Bless.